girls. I'm Sina. I'm Danielle. We want to focus on uh, television and movies in particular. Yes. Disclaimer that we are in no way film experts. A deep, like, dive. Be quiet. Whoa. I'm yelling. Back me up on this one. <laughs> Hey, you're listening to Two Girls Watch TV. Are you you ready ready? to do the thing? Yes. Okay, phone, just cooperate, please. All right, well, okay, fine. Fine, just have it your way, Okay, you know what? You don't need to see me. The only reason I did video is so we could see the expression on each other's faces when we say things. Ah, gotcha. So if it looks like you're not done talking, I'm not going to talk. I'll, True. Like, if, if it sounds like more is coming out of your mouth or it looks like you have more to say, I know to back off. That was the only reason that I did this. It's standing now. We're ready to go. It's okay. Hello and welcome back Hel- to our YouTube, cha- YouTube channel. No. Nope. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome back to our podcast. That's it. Two Girls Watch TV. I'm Stina. I'm Danielle. Welcome. And it's quarantine week. What? Three? Five? Three. Ten? Three. What what year is it? Danielle and I are going to chat about uh... Drumroll, please. Another animated short. <laughs> oh uh Kipple, sorry. <laughs> yes, Kipple. I this was my pick. This was Christina's pick. I really like Pixar, so I mean, does anyone dislike Pixar? Oh, I'm the, sure there are people out there. Oh, there are Disney Pixar haters in the world. Can you tell me what, if you're a hater, what's the point of being a hater? Who wants that negativity in their life? I don't know. I feel like right now, all we need is positivity. That is true. Otherwise, we're going to crumble. <laughs> true. Very true. That's why I sent you that uh, that train jam this morning. Yeah, no, that was good. I liked that. Yes, I sent Christina, save me San Francisco this morning. It's a Monday morning. I said, let's go, Christina. Let's wake up. I can imagine you and your mother dancing around the, the uh, house to that. I don't know where she was when I woke up, but I played it, and I forgot how loud and intense it is, and I was like, Duh, in my bed. <laughs> It is. It's very, it's very dancey. It's very good. It is. It's also not in Kipple, so we're going to... Oh, sorry. Backtrack. Okay. Kipple. Okay. Yes. We're talking about Kipple today. Kipple. So, the summary, super short, a cat and a dog come together and form a junkyard relationship. They're on a mission to love and to be loved. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. That's cute, I thought. And it does encompass the whole point of the... The whole short. thing. I got the whole the thing whole in thing. two sets. They're just going to get shorter and shorter each week. That's fine. Week eight, it's just going to be a word. A word. <laughs> a single word. That's it. So, uh, characters, just, well, before we get into that, we did mention this is a Pixar animated short. Uh, it was nominated for an Oscar for Best Animated Short. Do you want me to finish Mm-mm. up my statement? <laughs> I, think, I think it's already finished. <laughs> Do you want me to say that it did not get off <laughs> to Hair Love? Oh my god. If you did not see Hair Love, go check it out and go check out our podcast from last week where we talked about Hair Love. So your characters are a feisty kitten and a sheep in wolf's clothing pit bull. <laughs> oh, cute. See, I, I kept it short with the characters this time. <laughs> so the climax of this movie... Uh, as we watched this movie, I keep saying it's a movie, it's a short film. 
the climax of the short film. Um, the kitten and the pit bull have established a small friendship. The kitten is still not sure about their friendship, and it is revealed, which made me drop my jaw, that the owner of the pit bull is using this dog in a dog fighting ring, and the dog is kicked out and very badly injured. Yeah. That I, my jaw dropped, completely dropped. I was like, oh, that's where this movie's going. Okay. Yeah, I didn't think they were going to, like, Michael Vick an animated film. Right? Right? I thought it was just going to be, like, a dog living outside and with, a, with, like, an outdoor cat. But it just went, whew. Okay, so climax, dog fighting ring. It's a rainy night, and the kitten, so the dog gets thrown out, and he's badly injured, and he's limping. The, it's raining. The kitten's box home is destroyed by falling debris, and he winds up stuck with a plastic soda. You know those, like, plastic soda can holders? What's the proper word for it? I don't know. They get stuck on turtles. Yeah, it's like the, that six-pack plastic thing. Mm-hmm. gets stuck around the kitten's neck, and the pit bull rescues the kitten. And at this point, the pit bull has not been able to get really close to the kitten because the kitten's still really afraid of it. So as the pit bull goes to, like, pull the little, uh, the holder, the soda holder off of his neck, the kitten scratches his nose, and the pit bull is very upset. And then this is where I am going to leave it over to you to go over the ending. Oh, I see, I thought that the climax was a little bit more of them escaping. Oh, that that's what you think the climax is? Yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was like, um, after they formed the, it was like problem, solution, problem, solution. But then when they get to the point where the lights turn on and their eyes like open wide and the pit, the pit bull and the cat are trying to climb over the fence. Yeah. And they're like scrambling as the owner's trying to come outside with the, um, what do you have, a chain? Yeah. Yeah, he had a chain in his hand and they make it over the fence just in time. That's when my heart was like doing the Do you have to talk through that part? Yeah, I couldn't. I had to. Well, so this is my mom and I watched this together the first time and she felt the need to talk through it after the cat did what you said. When the cat scratched his nose and he ran away. <laughs> the next morning when the cat wakes up, he like comes out of the box and plays with the little bottle cap. Bottle cap? My, yeah. my mom goes, she starts talking to the TV and she's like, you better say you're sorry. <laughs> Which the kitty does say he's sorry. <laughs> and as we kind of talked about, they were able to escape before the owner comes and gets the dog so that he doesn't get abused anymore yeah and they're able to run away from their junkyard home as you made as you said yes and that's where we get this little bit of a happy ending you see that the dogs has more of scars than open wounds they're lighter red so we can see that a little bit of time has passed and him and the cat are just strays hanging out together and then a woman puts what we assume there's a lot of assumption here because there's no labels and there's also no talking so we assume that it's the same woman from the beginning because the way mm-hmm. she tries to pet the cat is the same way, the same like, I don't know, yeah. with the pss, pss, pss. but she yeah. whistled the first time, which I thought was weird. Um, and also, yeah. and we'll talk about that. So she puts a can of tuna fish down and the cat is a little unsure, goes in, and then the cat signals for the dog to come out. The woman gets nervous, but then the cat purrs around the dog, you know, solidifying that it's okay. 
Um, then we assume that this couple adopted the cat and the dog, and then they're running around and playing in an open field, which was cute with the it couple. Was cute. I thought that was a nice way to kind of conclude everything. The only foreshadowing that was like kind of obvious that I mentioned in my notes was when the owner comes out with the the stuffed animal, right? Yeah. You don't really, you just assume that like maybe the owner bought the dog, but you don't really assume that anything is going to be violent until the bear comes out, right? He antagonizes the dog with this bear and the dog rips the head off. And then the cat's like, oh my God. Yeah. Um, at that point, then you know that maybe there's some sort of abuse coming. Either he's being trained to fight or he's trained to at least be aggressive towards anything that comes near him. Or maybe yeah. he just abuses animals himself. And then we find out it's mostly the last one that, that uh, from what we see that he's just abusing. He bought this dog and he wasn't prepared to take care of it and just, you know, beats the crap out of it. See, I also thought that with the bear, it was like an intimidation for the cat and it made the cat feel more distant from the dog because the cat lived in that box with the stuffed elephant and like curling up to the stuffed elephant the whole time. And he sees the dog tear apart the stuffed animal. So he's worried that that like he would do that to his stuffed animal as well. Yeah, I I think the cat was fearing for his life. Yeah. And I also don't know if... The, oh, I thought it was because of his little, like, stuffed animal. That's his, like, that's, like, his home and his sanctuary. Like, uh, the dog could ruin that. Oh, no. I think that cat thought that he was going to be that bear real soon. Oh. <laughs> I, did, I didn't get that. But, okay. I can see that. Yeah, either way. But we know that it's some sort of violent foreshadowing there. And then the yeah. woman in the beginning and the end was a nice bit of, like continuity with the you know trying again kind of thing if we move into were you able to find a review on rotten tomatoes again short short films not their thing just like the golden globes golden globes rotten tomatoes short films not their thing okay but i did see a youtube comment that pointed out uh something that i did not pick up the two times that i watched this uh-huh the youtube comment says the saddest part was when the pit flinched oops, sorry uh, at the women's hand, it breaks my heart completely. Oh, and yeah. someone actually put a timestamp of 728, where when the woman does get the cat to come near her and the pit bull does come near her, you see the woman start to pet the pimple and its face flinches a little bit because it's kind of, a, it's afraid of humans at this point. Yeah. So it was kind of a moment of like opening up, which I know if, like, a lot of people have, like, rescue dogs who are, like, rescue dog fighting dogs, it's it's a process of getting them to, like, open back up to people. Yeah, I mean... Really, any dog that's faced any kind of abuse. Oh, of course. I definitely picked up on that. And it was, it was very interesting to me because the whole time I thought that it was such a simplistic design and I thought that the way they designed the dog was a little bit less distinctive than the cat I you know I thought hmm, this dog is very is very simple looking you know the eyes look very simple and that's what really surprised me because the eyes were just like two black dots but you could clearly see the unsure nature of the dog in his eyes in that moment and I was like that's really cool because I didn't think that that was going to be a thing I mean it just looked so simple in design yeah IMDB gave it an 8 out of 10 Mm -hmm. so it was actually I think it was higher than hair love I think hair love was like 7 point something yeah I think so and this this review is short but I thought it was the way that I read it I'm going to read it the way that I read it I'm not crying, you're crying. 
<laughs> beautiful animation with a simple but heartwarming story. That was it. Yeah. I will admit that I did cry during this. But then again, I'm at a very sensitive point in this month is a way for me to put it. So it made me cry more than any other time of this month. You could also just be at like any point of the month and and cry. And cry. And that's fine. <laughs> you're allowed to cry at this movie. Yeah, you're allowed to cry. You're allowed to cry, period. Thank you. I you're, appreciate you. You're it. welcome. <laughs> did you want to go into, what did you have for your highs and lows? So for the highs, I have a few. I really thought the animators did a great job with the kitten's mannerisms. The dogs as well, but like the kitten, like all of his little like the the back raising and like the like the the batting around the the pupils getting wide <laughs> and it starts attacking the bottle mm-hmm. cap all of his little like playful antics like the animators did a really great job with that they really got like a cat down like we said it really like got me with the twist and it really pulled on my heartstrings my jaw literally dropped when I figured out that that dog was for dog fighting also one of my favorite parts of this short film is after the dog is beaten up and the cat scratches its nose the dog is in its dog house and the kitten is like finally braving up to go and meet with the dog and it curls up and it purls next to like it curls and purrs next to the dog and its tail starts to wag uh-huh. for the first time i thought that was so <laughs> it's so sweet. cute <laughs> oh my gosh. So those are my highs. Do you want to go into your highs and then we'll do lows? My high was the same. I wrote, oh my goodness, the looks on this cat's face, the way his hair stands up, brilliant, absolutely brilliant. I mean, I thought it was very comical. The way the cat was just like, the eyes were just like out of control. What about the part where it's going back to its house for the first time with a little fish in its mouth and it chases the pigeons and it stands off like... You know what it reminded me of? You remember in Lion King when Timon and Pumbaa uh, chase all the hyenas out of the way and they stand off like, hmm, hmm, that's what it reminded me of. Is that, wait, is that my favorite part of the Lion King when he's like, what do you want me to do? Dress and drag and do the hula? Wow! (laughs) No, it's the part when Timon runs into the cage with Zazu. Oh, oh. And the hyenas are like, oh, hey, who's the pig? talking to me are you talking to me oh yeah they call me mr pig (laughs) nick and i watch that all the time wait and then zazu's like let me out let me out let me out and and timon's like let me in let me in let me in (laughs) oh this took a turn huh sorry (laughs) very sorry you're talking to two millennial girl i brought up lion king to two millennial girls Bad news bears. We grew up on Lion King. Oh my goodness. Anyway, okay. I guess that, that part reminded me of Lion King. <laughs> Moving on. The lows. So lows. Danielle made me watch this video about, um, and I wanted to give credit, so I think it was Anime Sims, and it's titled Everything Wrong with Kipple in Three Minutes or Less. And these videos exist for everything. You got very... <laughs> nervous when I sent that to you right you're like oh no what's wrong with Kipple I know I did I did get nervous I sent you a sad face and I was like no yeah I know because I thought the same thing when I read that title I'm like oh no it's gonna be like completely bashing it about what's wrong with this movie versus society and then you actually watch the movie and yeah 
And it's just not, it was, uh, it was all some details. So the two that I picked up on that I will say were mentioned in the video were the scar on the dog's face when it's gone. And I did notice the issues with the barbed wire. Yeah. Mainly the it's barbed just, wire. I sent this to Christina and I said, here you go, miscontinuity errors. <laughs> this video's for you. I got so nervous. <laughs> I know. I got nervous too, and then I watched him. Like, okay, this is actually pretty <laughs> funny. Like, the first continuity error that this guy picks up on is when the woman first tries to get the cat's att attention, she whistles at him. Oh, no, the first one is like, the signs. Oh, the signs. It's like my boy Ralph has three signs for his <laughs> What are you trying to do? <laughs> it was silly. And then it's like, who whistles at a cat? It's true. You don't whistle yeah. at a cat. You psst at a cat. Psst, psst, psst. Yeah. Can I add one more continuity continuity error? Sure. Actually, this is this really isn't a continuity error. This is just like something that I picked up on. This so the whole film is basically set in one scene in this backyard, which is like kind of a junkyard. Right. Um we see the dog go into the house through the doors and then come out of the house through the doors. We don't get to go inside of the house. Correct. There is one doghouse in the backyard. So it's just a pile of garbage. There's no other doghouses, and we don't know what's inside. If this man is running a dog fighting ring inside of his house, where are the other dogs? The way that his scratches were, I'm going to say that it was a oh, dog fighting ring. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. To think about, like, dog fighting rings, you will breed a specific dog to be really good at dog fighting, to be, like, your moneymaker, because people bet on these dog fighting rings, which is absolutely horrible, and I do not condone. Then you have bait dogs who are right. meant to go in the ring and, like, help train the dogs. So is this a bait dog, but also, but oh, hold on, I'm getting away from my point. The point is, where are the other dogs? No one just has one dog. If you're involved in dog fighting, you have multiple dogs. Right. And we're only seeing one of them. That's true. That's true. Makes yeah, sense. Yeah, my point. I don't need to get into the big details of dog fighting. No, thank you. Thank you. Also, Michael Vick did his time. I know I mentioned him earlier, but... To, yeah, to be, I thought of Michael Vick, too. To be, I thought of Michael Vick, but to be fair, he, he did he did time. Uh, I wanted to also point out, if we're talking about Michael Vick... We're Michael not going to... No, we're not talking about Michael Vick. We're not going... This is a deep... This is not a good idea. <laughs> one one quick mention. My mother did read the, the book about Michael Vick's dogs. Mm -hmm. And it, let's say all of them are living very happy lives with their owners. Oh, good. That's a good thing. A lot of them have been rehabilitated and they're living happy lives with their owners. Okay. That's that's what I have to say. Okay. But honestly, if we should have had my mother on any podcast, it would have been this. But it would have been her ranting about the book. <laughs> okay. Snack break. <laughs> I had coffee and I had cookies because, again, I'm at a very sensitive time in, my, in the month right now. <laughs> I also had coffee. I actually, I finished my, I wrote that. This was only 10, it's just under 10 minutes. So I watched this as I finished my afternoon coffee. That was pretty much it. There you go. Yep. Yeah, I, I was having my afternoon coffee too. I love a good afternoon coffee. What time do you have your afternoon coffee? Well, today I finished it right before we did this. So I will be <laughs> up quite late, but that's fine. I have tons of work to do. <laughs> See, I have my last coffee of the day either like 3.30 or 4 o'clock. The late afternoon coffee. But yours fair. is even later. Mine is, yeah. Well, I, usually now it's like my third cup. Or fourth. I try not to exceed four cups a day. 
But okay. they're normal. They're normal cups of coffee. They're like eight ounces. They're real cups of coffee. Yeah. Okay. I drank out of our two girls watch TV mugs this morning. I did it yesterday. Yeah. Look at us. Yay. Okay. Moving on. Shout out. Shout out to uh, Joelle. Thank you, Joelle. Thanks, Joelle. Expectation versus reality. So when I heard the title, first of all, let me just say that I didn't realize that shorts could have trailers. <laughs> yes, that is. Just gonna throw that out there. Uh, that's funny. It's like when people are like, I didn't know shrimp could be jumbo. It's like, yeah, I didn't know shorts could have trailers. Same thing. So I thought that this was going to be more about the pit bull. I thought it was going to be like a mm-hmm. pit bull that was like adopted by cats in the wild or was like grew up and acted like a kitten. I, I thought it was going to be more like that, not necessarily about specifically the relationship between a cat and a dog. What about you? Mm-hmm. I went into this completely blind you like told me the name of it I'm like that's an interesting name and then I like google I like looked it up on youtube really quick and I just saw the outline of the dog and I really didn't know that it was a pit bull honestly so I went into it like very blind to me it looked like an elephant or some kind of abstract animal yeah just quick animation so I'm like I have no clue what this is but okay Christina wants to do it so I started watching it, and that's why I feel like sometimes when you, like, go into things blind, especially, like, animated shorts, mm-hmm. like, this that are supposed to, like, tear out your heartstrings, it's kind of better because you're able to just kind of, like, be pleasantly surprised, and uh, that really caused my jaw to drop, you know? I feel like your emotions are changing as we're talking about this. Because you, it started out with like something that plays with your heartstrings and something that tugs on your heartstrings, and now we're tearing out the heartstrings. All right, IRL moment. For me, when the cat gets up in the middle of the night and knocks everything over and just freezes in time before frantically running off is, is me. Is me. That's you? Is me. <laughs> I'm so spastic. I, I wish that I could control it. I have lived in this house for 28 years, and over the past 48 hours, I've injured myself four times. <laughs> You're like John Cusack in uh, 16 Candles. Yes. Do you remember? Yes. How, like, yeah, just be quiet about it, and then you just hear loud bangs. Yep, exactly. Or SpongeBob, when he's trying to wake, not wake Patrick up, and he takes one step, and it sounds like anvils are falling. That's what it's like. Yep. <laughs> That's funny. I can relate. I, that happens to me a lot. Okay, so mine is a little long, but I will try to keep it as short as possible. Okay. So, stop me if I... I can't remember if I've said this on our YouTube video or on this podcast before. Okay. I think no, because there's been no real reason to. When I was in college, I went to go get takeout one night from the dining hall. And it was like a fall night. I was walking back, and I was walking past a frat house. And in the bushes, I saw this little tiny kitten. And it was so stinking cute. I thought it was a leaf at one point because the like wind was blowing, but it was a kitten. Something took over me, and I just like had to save this kitten. So I tried to feed it my takeout, and it decided to eat my takeout and then not let me get near it at all. So kind of like it reminded me a lot of the cat in the beginning where, like, this owner, the girl was trying to get its attention, and Uh it just, like, ran away from them. But while I was trying to get the attention of this cat, I I was, like, on the sidewalk. There's shrubs all around this frat house, and I'm crouched in the shrubs. (laughs) And I hear the door open to the frat house, and they can't see me behind these shrubs, but I hear 
a frat guy and a girl break up with each other. The frat guy is breaking up with the girl, and I'm crouched behind these bushes oh listening to the God. whole thing, and they cannot, he- they don't see me. It ends with the girl walking away crying, and as she turns the, like, the walkway from the door to the, <laughs> no. the sidewalk, oh, no. she turns and finds me trying to feed this kitten. We just, like, both stopped in our tracks and stared at each other, and she's very confused, and she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, there's a cat, and I'm trying to oh, no. <laughs> And she's like, she, like, is completely confused, and then I, like, tell her that I'm sorry, and she, like, puts her hands in her hand like her head in her hands and walks away crying very sorry to that girl if she's listening to this i'm really sorry i've been there before but i wasn't trying to intentionally overhear your conversation i was just trying to save i was just trying to be a good person long story short i did not get this cat and i had to go home and make my own dinner that evening (laughs) oh no it's sad in all of the ways (laughs) it is the cat in this movie reminded me a lot of that little tiny cat, mm. and I hope it's okay. So That was where? a long time ago. You're out of college a long yes, time. It was. It, it, I have been, but that moment just sticks in my mind. In case you need a reminder, you're out of college a long time. Thank, thank you, Christina. You're welcome. You're out of college one year longer than I I am. know. That's because I'm so much <laughs> older and wiser. <laughs> sure. I'm going to oh, close this out. Are you ready? Yeah, and on that, I have nothing more to say. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Please follow, subscribe to our podcast, and rate this episode. You can find us on all of the platforms, Apple, Spotify, Google, just Anchor, just everywhere, okay? Everywhere. We're every- everywhere. We're everywhere. I'm drunk on water. I'm- we're everywhere. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at ClassicSina. That's the word classic and then S-T-I-N-A. You can follow Danielle on Instagram at Danielle Kobianki. You can follow our podcast on Twitter at the number 2GWTV. And you can email us at twogirlswatchtvpod at gmail.com. You can follow my blog at beercoffeedonuts.wordpress.com. And please check out our YouTube channel, Two Girls Drink Beer. The quarantine editions are getting real. We're getting real personal. We're getting real, real. And I'll leave it at that. (laughs) Real, real. Real, real, real. We're getting real, real up in here. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Two Girls Watch TV Pod. Oh, the one other thing that I do want to add is listen, if you're alone and you need positivity, there are tons of organizations online where you can adopt animals. This is not sponsored content, but there are tons of foster places and adoption agencies that need people to foster dogs. That's like the most mm-hmm. Jersey thing I could ever say. So you should fo- <laughs> foster a dog. You should foster a dog or a cat. Um, because these shelters are just getting so overwhelmed. Um, and yep. even if you can't, maybe a donation would help. Help the help the animals. Help the kit bulls. Yeah, help the kit bulls. That- it's a stressful time in everyone's life. I think we all need an animal to just pet and love. To pet and love and to come together as a community. And you're home so you can potty train the thing. Positives. You can. <laughs> you can. All right, guys. Have a good week. Let's, uh...